I'm not doing all of the work. I'm setting up all the people to do the work. If I can take OPM and pay a percentage to investors, I'm not only paying for them to receive a return on their investment. I'm paying for future investments. Because if I never make an investor no money, I would never have a pool of investors to go and acquire more real estate with. I'm going to always choose ownership. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what their thoughts are. When you own something, they have to go through you to take it. People are like, oh, they could take your property. They got to go through you. If you're a little chump, then they probably, they're going to take it anyway. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you got that dog in you, you're going to fight for your property. Ownership is our birthright. One thing we can physically see that I believe, you know, God left for us is land. And I believe if you don't have ownership, then you got to ask yourself, why are you barren? I don't just think barren means carrying a child. I think barren means being able to birth. So if you don't know your property lines, you don't know what you're defending. So it's important for you to understand where your property start and where it ends, because you're not going to allow trespassers to come and take your land. You're not going to be able to be defrauded out of your land because you understand what you own. It's very clear that these these particular points that are pointed out in the book of Joshua are for ownership purposes to say, I own this. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. I'm not introducing my sister no more, man. She's been on the on the podcast many, many times. And uh, she's uh, solely, single-handedly responsible for my real estate portfolio. I've got doors. Yes, doors upon doors. Oh, yeah, a little, uh, a little under $100,000 a year mm-hmm. in passive income. income. Forever income. Forever income. Yes. Yo, I can literally stop doing... Yo, forget y'all, okay? If y'all cancel me, <laughs> okay? If y'all cancel me yeah. and y'all no longer filling the podcast and ain't nobody supporting my events, our family will not be homeless. Period. 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 <laughs> That's how we got to be. Now, I love y'all, okay? I actually do. But uh, we cannot build our wealth based on our ability. Yes. Anymore. That's right. So, Terrica Lynn Smith, um, a lot's happening. Maybe for those who haven't seen you before, you want to kind of give them a quick rundown of who you are? Yes. Yeah, so, um, Terrica Lynn Smith, real estate developer and coach. Um I've been investing in real estate. Um, This is actually going on my 19th year Mm. of real estate investing. Um, And, you know, just building a massive portfolio. I have over 500 investment properties. I think, you know, well, I probably know in a few months if I'm close to that thousand because 500 is a safe number to say because I know I don't go below that, whether I sell off and or add. But um, making a quarter million dollars passively a month for sure. A quarter million dollars passively a month. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know that because, you know, uh, makes money when I sleep mm. and when I'm woke. So um, it's like clockwork. Um, and um, for those who think, you know, I just started with a silver spoon in my mouth, I didn't. You know, um, I got it completely out the mud. I started, you know, where I was. I was homeless. You know, um, teenage mom, sexually abused, went through every trauma you can possibly imagine. Um, I just chose to fight come from you know out of that situation um and just try to do better for my son so it started off I just wanted to be a better mother for him Mm -hmm. you know now it's I want to be able to leave 
you know, um, an unlimited amount of wealth for my down, like my downline, like, you know, um, just understanding how important my descendants are is extremely important to me. So passing the knowledge, passing the wealth. And um, that's who I am. I love it. Uh, yo, first off, uh, we walked through this house. Did you come to, you came to Louisiana with me or was that Reese? Reese. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. Reese is out there. Yeah. So we did just walk through this house. Me, you, and B. Simone, we're supposed to invest in the house. What happened to the, are we doing that? Yeah. You closed one already? Yeah, you have an email. You got to run me the money. You didn't send me an email. Well, Derek should have sent you the email. How much are you? Uh, I don't know, 55. Thousand? Mm-hmm. Okay. Run me the money, honey. <laughs> okay, I will send you a little money. Yeah, a little money. That's when you know. You know what I'm saying? That's when you know you got it like that. Like, you know, nah, the little money. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You don't want to send money. All right, fine. Take your little yeah. funky You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, run me my money, you know? I, I saw a meme that said, I'm going to start washing my money before I give it to people. <laughs> so, so when I ask for it back, it ain't no funky little money. <laughs> yeah, take your funky little money back. <laughs> All right, so tell me about this deal that we invested in. So we get into the, get into the house, we're mm-hmm. buying it for how much? Or you bought it already, I'm just in there. <laughs> yeah, so um, we bought it right at about 95000 um, and we are actually, we was under contract for 80,000. Like, let's just back up a little bit, right? I don't want people to think we're, you know, making numbers up. We were under contract for 80,000. The wholesaler who had it under contract thought the bank would accept the 80. So they accepted our offer of 80. The bank came back and said, I'm not accepting 80. I want 90. So the wholesaler said, you know what? I'm just going to pass this deal off to you. I'm not making no money. Um, you deal directly with the bank. So we ended up um, with closing costs and everything closing right at about 95000 Hold on real quick. So the wholesaler got it from the bank. He was in contract with the bank. Yes. He was in contract with the bank for how much? Um, he was um, in contract, I think it was like seventy or something like that. Like it was a low, he was going to make 10000 off the deal. Right. So if he's in contract with the bank for 70, mm-hmm. he's selling it to us for 80. Mm-hmm. How can they just change their mind and say they want 90? Well, because the short sale wasn't approved. He assumed, that's why I said he assumed the bank would take that. But it was under contract though. No, the bank still got to come back and issue the short sale approval letter. And he oh, didn't have that. So when he accepted 80 from us, he was assuming they was going to take his 70. Mm. Bank said, "Nah, I want 90 I see. Okay. So you can't come back to me and be like, um, "I got to go to a hundred thousand now because I'm like, I'm not gonna buy the deal." Because one, you're a wholesaler. I already know you're making money off me. I don't have a problem with that. But you can't come back and change my numbers. So I was like, you know, just send it to me in writing what the bank is saying, and we can go from there. But because he was an honest wholesaler, he just was like, "I'm just gonna get out the deal. You can deal directly with them." Got it. And we went that route. And I mean that makes you want to do business with them again. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. So ninety thousand, we're in for ninety five thousand. Mm-hmm. What are we doing in construction? About thirty. About thirty. Mm-hmm. So we'll be all in for one twenty five. Yeah, under one thirty. Under one thirty. Mm-hmm. And what's the ARV after repair value? Y'all yeah. see, I'll be talking intelligently you about know real what I'm estate. Saying? Now. You talking real spicy? If this I like was a that. year ago, yeah. I'm like, what AR? What? Yeah. <laughs> So um, I like to do my worst case and then a best case, if that's okay, right? Yep. Because I want people just to have one number, right? So my worst case scenario on this deal is going to be about $170,000. Okay. 
My best case is going to be 200. Okay. Oh, worst case, 170. Best case, 200. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if we sell for 200, mm -hmm. we make a little 70 piece. Mm -hmm. So who all's in this deal? Um, me, you, and B. Okay. Oh, that's why 50, 50, 50, about 150,000. Yeah. So um, how would I say it? Yeah. So it'll be like, you know, a little sweat equity in there as well. Mm -hmm. I don't work for free. I feel like, oh, so it's like 50, 50, 30 about that. I ain't mad. I, ain't I don't mad. work for free. <laughs> I'm about to make all y'all money while y'all continue to live y'all extravagant lives. Oh, for sure. I ain't mad at that. Mm -hmm. Is, are those the numbers, 50, 50, 30? Yes. Okay. So your other 20,000 comes with finding the deal, expertise, fixing it, flipping it. Mm -hmm. And I will gladly yes. get that extra little bread. That's right. Okay. So um, how much am I going to make? If we sell for two hundred, mm -hmm. and there's seventy thousand profit, mm -hmm. how much I make? You're probably gonna make somewhere around, along the line on your money, probably about mm, a little bit over twenty. A little bit over twenty. Yeah. You said the hundred and seventy thousand or two hundred. Two hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little bit over twenty. So seventy thousand equity. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, be putting in the same amount I'm putting in. Yes. Okay. All right. So it might be like are a, treated equal. I'm an equal opportunist. I like that. I like that. So the breakdown would probably be like 20, 20, 30 if we sell it for 200. Yeah. Hey, man. Take your little funky little 30,000. Yeah, I'm taking that funky <laughs> money, baby. I surely am. I love it. Now, I appreciate the, allowing me to be a part of this. Well, yeah, you got me back into flipping. Yes. Welcome back. Yeah. I be wanting that little money. Yeah. Praise T God. Terrica, uh, like we did a flip together, the first one. That was like kind of like the first, maybe two years ago, three years yeah. ago, two years, something like that. Nah, it's longer than two. Has yeah. it? Was it? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Twenty nine. Oh wow, was mm -hmm. it? We did that in twenty nineteen, yeah, right before COVID. Yep. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've been rocking for a minute now. Yeah, time goes by really fast. Eh? Yes. Okay, so we're going to, okay, we flipped this one property, and I was like, ooh, let's do that again, and we haven't done it again. She's <laughs> all been in this. Listen, have you been using Mint to manage your finances? Well, if so, I have some bad news. Mint's going away. It's shutting down. But here's some good news. There's an even better alternative. It's called Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money, and they're absolutely loving it. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, which is the top-rated personal finance app, it also has a built-in collaboration feature so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and much more. You can create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com forward slash social. And get this, Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint so you can keep all your tags and categories. And unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up and to customize and to use it all together, okay? Monarch is absolutely obsessed with constantly improving a product. So they actually release updates every two weeks and allow customers to submit suggestions so you can actually vote on requested features and you'll be able to see the product roadmap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com social. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H. 
M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash social for your extended 30-day free trial. I get it. I know what's going on. Your business was rocking, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books, getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and much, much more. 25. NetSuite turned 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs or key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Listen, there's power in having organization in your business, having all the information in one place. With disorganization comes poverty. Trust me, this is an unprecedented offer by NetSuite. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Acquisition. Let's do long term. uh, uh, That's right. That's right. Long term money. That's right. Generational wealth. That's I'm like, right. no, I want it right now. That's right. Give me some money right now. Yeah, I like the kind of money where I just put a little elbow grease in and then I chill. You like I'm the kind where I want to go get a haircut. I want to <laughs> yell and curse out contractors and ask them why they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing every day and hearing all their mama and daddy problems and children problems. Yeah. I want my money right now. I want no yeah. generational wealth. Forget them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Forget them kids, man. All this long-term money. Okay, so where are we at in the space of real estate now? Mm-hmm. Where where are we? We are mid um we are a would be a few months into recession. Right, we are. It's now 2023. Mm-hmm. What's happening? The the infl- interest rates up, up, up. Took a little drop. People got excited. Then went back up again. Where are we at? What's going on? Where are we in a uh, seller market, buyer market? Is demand? Where's the money? What's going on right now? I think people confused. I'm confused. Yeah, I think people are confused. Right. Um. And right now, I don't think there's a particular state that's leading a recession right now. Like, you know, we seeing, you know, um, winter numbers in California. Mm-hmm. We're, we're seeing winter numbers in New York right now. Um, and I want to say um, Atlanta is starting to decline as well. Um, when we're looking at the numbers as a whole right now, I think buyers just don't know what to do because they're being hit from so many parts, right? So interest rates are, you know, um, they're back up, right? Like for me, I've been doing it for so long. It's like this rate was for years, mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Seven and 8% was like, for the, like seven, eight years strong. It was not like, you know, oh my gosh, the rates are seven and 8%. It's like, yo, in 2006, 2007, this is what it was, right? Mm-hmm. Then it crashed in 08. Then, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, um, I think people 
um, are just trying to weigh it out and see exactly what's taking place. But I do see some dips in some markets. Um, and I also see like I um, have a property that I put on the market um, five years ago. We couldn't sell this property. OK, mm. this past week we received over eight offers on it. Dang. Right. Um, and then we had to do a highest and best. So I still think that there's some, you know, activity going on in the market where people are still like, you know, buying and even overpaying because in this case they went over our x price but overpaying right now some are yeah Mm. not by much not what they were doing you know a year and a half ago you know what i'm saying but when i say over i'm talking a few thousand over gotcha you know not a hundred thousand over so um i say right now me personally because i prepared for winter right i got all my clothes on i'm ready for this storm i want you to bring all the snow like, you know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for these prices to continue to drop and we're going to eat like kids at Halloween, you know, getting candy or whatever. Like we're just going to eat, you know, constantly. And so um, I tell my my inner circle, you know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. We ready. The moment these prices start making sense, these opportunities come in. you know, we're going to go. Um, last night I put in a contract on a HAP contract, which is a HUD contract. What's HAP? HAP. It's... um. <clears throat> I forgot what the initials is for HAP, but it's a HUD contract, right? Um, it's The HAP is the actual authority certificate that they give you saying we're going to do business with you for the next 20 years, mm-hmm. right? So I put in a bid on the property. They were asking 16 units in Alabama, um, you know, grossing on an annual basis about $125,000 annually. Mm-hmm. Um, they were asking $705,610. Random number, right? Seven hundred five thousand six hundred ten dollars. Gotcha. Weird number. <laughs> like, can you just say seven hundred six thousand right, right. or something like that? Anyway, long story short, because I understand where we're at and rates are high right now, and we have in Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, we have an insurance crisis. So people that have multifamily that got mortgages on it, they're not able to keep up with these properties when it comes time for renewal because the insurance is ridiculous right now Mm. so these people are selling well i put in an offer on this deal for six hundred and fifty thousand on this contract right sweet sweet deal you know um a a year ago you couldn't even get a half contract now we're negotiating to get two half contracts right now thank you i I would be happy if they did i'd be very happy you know what's the most you'll pay the the offer I made. So they come back with seven hundred. You're not doing it. No, they went down five thousand. What that's for? No, that would be uh, uh down from the seven hundred five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay, okay, they do six seventy five. You taking it? No, I want it at the six fifty. The six fifty make me happy. You'll crash the deal for twenty five thousand dollars. This deal, not all deals. It depends on the deal, but this deal, yeah, I would. Six fifty is your happy number. That's my happy number. Yeah. Okay. You don't fair. feel no way when you put in a deal, uh, offer that. You don't get anxiety a little bit when you put in an offer that you know is lower than, significantly lower than what they want. Mm, no, not at all. They don't feel no type of way whenever they ask what they want. They don't have no anxiety. They like, let's see who gonna take the haircut. I know this number crazy, but let's just put it out there. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't feel no type of way. Now, you know, this is the thing, right? I negotiate to win. Mm-hmm. 
you know, a win-win for me, a win for them, right? Their win is whatever they're going to be willing to accept. What is market value, Dave, right? What is market value? What do you think it is? Market value is whatever someone's willing to pay. Thank you. That's it, right? So just because you put it out there don't mean that that's market value. Now, you got formulas you can run on things like that. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people out here with some really great formulas on their property that's just sitting. Yeah. Why is that? Because it's it's contingent upon what somebody is willing to pay you for that. Gotcha. All right. Uh, let's speaking about negotiation. So actually, we were just talking about talking to Derek. Mm-hmm. I don't know when this comes out, but um, I have an idea. Okay. And I've been sitting on this idea for like a year or so. And you probably, have good probably ideas a year sometimes. and a half or like a year and a half. You know what? And throughout my life. <clears throat> I can always pinpoint and feel when I have a game changing idea yes, or a concept when I'm about to go at it. I'm like, this is one. I have good ideas. I'm like, Ooh, this could be cool. Mm-hmm. This could be dope. But sometimes I feel something mm-hmm. and I felt something for the last year, year and a half, but I wasn't prepared to go after it only because I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. Because I was calculating my own pockets mm-hmm. saying, I can't go after this deal because I don't have the money to put into it, mm-hmm. right? We got two million liquid that um, that, or I didn't know it was going to be two million. I thought it was maybe like three million or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, do I want to put in you know that type of money? For one, I don't have three million dollars, okay, but I I can like max out First all of that all, I have. You do in terms of like I have three million dollars cash. Yeah, okay. sitting here. Yes, okay. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm not a flexor. Now I do own this building, which is probably worth six hundred thousand. So six hundred thousand in equity, not bad, or mm-hmm. more. Maybe yeah, it's, it's more. more than that. Got to be more, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it is because I what I, I bought it for five hundred, and then I put in probably another two and some change. You're definitely not upside down here. Oh no, 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 no! Yeah. But I own it free and clear, so I, yeah. I paid off the mortgage. My point is, I'm always calculating what's in my pocket if I can go after this thing. So I'm going to share it on this platform. Okay. It's okay. If you guys take the idea, because once I do it, you're going to take the idea anyway. And I'm, we're actually going to do it. So it's all good, but it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. anywhere. It don't. I tried to look at comparables. Like how much can I charge for this service? But I can't find it anywhere, Mm -hmm. which makes me feel even better. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I feel something. So here we go. So um, just like you have like salon suites where a beautician will go into a suite and that's their suite. They can brand it however mm-hmm. they want to and bring their clients in to do their suites. Well, I am in the podcasting space and uh, we have a podcasting studio here where people can rent out a room and do their thing. But I'm like, I've had too many people that say, yo, that room let me rent that and that just be mine. Mm-hmm. Let me just like customize the room and I just have that. And I only got three rooms, so I can't do that. So, and then another big celebrity. Question for you. Why do you want to learn a new language? Like, where would you use it? And how would it come in handy? Think about this, right? Listen, you always wanted to learn a new language. Well, let me introduce you to Rosetta Stone. It is the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. 
and it truly immerses you in the language that you really, really want to learn. Listen, I am looking to really dive deep into Rosetta Stone this year. I tried it. It's really, really fun because I always wanted to be able to reach a broader audience with my business. So we about to learn this Spanish. Espanol, baby. Listen, Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 different languages offered. So if you want to learn Spanish or French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Polish, 25 different languages offered. Also, um, it's fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. For one, there's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's a very intuitive process, meaning you pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. And it's designed for long-term retention. Also, speech recognition. The built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also convenient. Like I said, you can use it on desktop or app um, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And it's an amazing value. You will get a lifetime membership for all 25 languages, for any and all trips and language needs in your life, lifetime access, all 25 languages, for 50% off, Rosetta Stone is offering you a steal of a deal. Listen up, y'all. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Social Proof Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com forward slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Do it today. Look, black representation in media means the world to me. I remember watching Arsenio Hall and Montel Williams and Oprah Winfrey. I remember seeing these black voices and I thought, you know what? I want to control a room like that. The next generation, however, of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama, the reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Listen, black representation is important. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices uh, as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. He hit me the other day like, yo, I heard you had a room. Somebody referred me. And I'm like, yeah, we can shoot it for you. She's like, no, I want my own studio. I'm like, I, I ain't got it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, 
we've got to build out this podcast suites where mm-hmm. we build out a bunch of studios. We, the space we're looking at now, we'll probably have about 30 of them in there. And uh, yeah, we'll have a, have a strong little 30 piece and people can have their own room. We got mm-hmm. security. You go in, record your stuff. And we're, te- we're empowering podcasters to actually shoot it themselves yeah. or teach their team how to do it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily need to make money off of that, but we will still have the same model that we have here and then a big event space. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, where am I going to get all this money to do this? We need a building. I'm definitely not leasing a building mm-hmm. because I'm not about to improve a building that I don't own. I'll Correct. never do that again. We yeah. do that on other space. Yeah. So I finally tell, I didn't even tell Donnie until like the trip, the on the flight yeah. to the trip. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I talked to Terika and uh, she expands my vision. She's like, yo, you don't need to have the cash yeah. to pull this off. And plus, Terika rich, so I was getting the money God. from her. But I anyway. That in the name of Jesus. When, <laughs> when, I, when I told you the concept, what were you thinking? I thought it was genius. I thought it was brilliant. Like, you know, um, and you know me, I'm not one who fluff your feathers ever, right? You just was eating a bad parfait. So... <laughs> It's delicious. <laughs> Yo, Fred, you are one to talk. She ordered, we went to Houston yesterday, ordered the Hawaiian ribeye. You ever had it? Meat steak? Yum. How, you, how do you get your steak cooked? Thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. How you cook your steak? Thank you. No Thank pe- you. So, you eat steak? How you eat your steak? Medium Ew. well. Like Ew. the average, like a regular person. All right, so it's three she against says, two. You found one yeah, he found one person. That's it. But y'all, that's it. I don't want to make this about First race. First of all, let me say this. <laughs> I can, I this tell race, you why, can I tell you why I eat my steak well done? Real quick. This nothing to do with real Tell me steak. why okay. you like your steak to taste like leather. The way I grew up, I grew up very, very poor. That makes sense? Yes. So first of all, we didn't eat steak growing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pork chops was our meal of choice. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pork steak. Pork line, pork bacon, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I only started eating steak as an adult when I was able to start affording steak. I couldn't even cook a steak without it being tough because I just didn't know how. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I was always told your food got to be cooked well. Like don't eat no raw meat. So it was very surprising when after Hurricane Katrina, I left New Orleans and then I get to a whole nother city and I see people eating meat that look like the flies just left off of it. OK, <laughs> and they're saying you got to try this. And I'm like, it's still breathing. I'm not eating your steak. OK, it's still got a heartbeat. It's still got veins. I'm not doing that. So in my defense, I've always ate all of my food cooked, period. It's so tough and chewy and steak isn't supposed to be like Beef that. Beef jerky me, baby. Beef jerky me, okay? Yeah, she said I want it well, well I done. I mean, you well cook my did, You know what? And Let me tell you about environment, okay? And how you got to watch the people you're around, mm-hmm. okay? So she said, uh, I was like, I'm going to get the salmon. She's like, ooh, you get the salmon, I get the steak, and we split it. I'm like, cool, no problem. She yeah. said, but how are you going to get your salmon cooked? Medium well, like a regular human. Who she said, no, eats no, no. a It's got to be fish. well. <laughs> That's nasty. That is nasty, David. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was the worst salmon First steak of all, I seen him life. eat tuna that was seared. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, I rock with that. And and uh, sushi. You don't rock with sushi either. Huh? No, I don't. It got to be cooked. You're just urban. 
Okay. Like, well, you know, wait, what you told me, I don't have the. Uh, <laughs> it's um, you need to be more. Uh, yeah. You got to expand your palate. Yeah, you know my palate, I mean? my anyway, palate is not that. Where were we? Oh my gosh, I said uh, I was triggered by that leather steak. Um, that <laughs> was super chewy and super chill. It was crazy. Um, okay, so yes, so um, see, uh, she's like pretty much. I don't have to have the liquid money to make this uh, come about. Yeah. And then you send me um, a couple ways we can get it done. Right. But how do you look at big projects where a person doesn't have the money, but they have a vision and an idea? How do you, how are, what's your perspective on that? So I've learned, you know, um, just through receipts, I'm really good at making people money. And people love to give me money because I'm good at making them money. Mm. Right. Whenever you didn't know me and you had to send me your money for the first time, you was like shaking in your temps. Like, you know what I'm saying? You was like, <laughs> you was like, you know, you had every question as you should, right? Like there was nothing wrong with your due diligence, um, your due diligence in question in questioning me. But, you know, it got to a point where I was like, I don't want to take anything from you that's gonna make you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so because I know what I'm capable of, I never operate outside of that. So I'm not going to just take your money and, you know, go buy, you know, a tech company. I don't know nothing about that. I'm not going to put no money there. But if I tell you this is a real estate asset that I can show you how we can make money from it, then I feel confident that I can stand behind that. The other mm -hmm. thing is this. I hear people talk about OPM all the time, which is, yes, that is the vehicle you use. But I never use OPM without using my own money either. That means I put in some skin in the game. So if anybody get a haircut, we're equally taking a haircut and yeah. we can all hold the same sign. Yeah. I got burned. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. So I think because I understand the relationship I have with um, investors, you know, I'm able to see something a lot different than how you would be able to see it on your own. So for you, you like, you know, I got to figure this out on my own. Honestly, that's a poverty thinking that we were trained as children to do, right? Because in school, you you know, um, I think Robert um, Kioski said it best, however you said his last name, right? He said in school, you taught it's cheating. And as an adult, you taught it's collaboration. Mm -hmm. And so w because we're taught that it's cheating and we have to figure it out on our own, we're constantly trying to figure things out on our own. But if we learn how to collaborate, we can build each other up a lot faster than we could on our own. So when I started with one property, I started exactly where I was. And then I started building my portfolio and people started seeing that. And then I got a consistent group of investors who just rock with me and believe in me and trust me. So if I say, hey, I'm going to invest here, their money is going to follow. So now I'm able to acquire a whole lot more than what I would on my own. Yeah. So people... Um, have been taught that, you know, growing up, and this is something that was literally learned unintentionally. Mm -hmm. We just got to figure out how to break that for sure, because it holds a lot of us back. And I'm not saying every great idea person invest in them or do something like that, but I'm saying it do, it will hold you back if you're trying to, you know, take on this elephant by yourself without cutting it up. I enjoy sharing and I enjoy, I genuinely enjoy 
watching people make money through real estate and become extremely excited. Like you seeing your rental property in person for the first time. Like I always go back and watch that when I'm having like a crappy day. Cause I'm like, that joy is contagious because this is why I'm doing it. Yeah. You know? So that's how I look at it. I think that was, that was amazing. Cause we literally went, went past my property that I own and I didn't know it because I never saw it before. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So she drives me by because I'm in Louisiana. And she's like, yo, she points at that property. I'm like, ooh, can we buy that? Yeah. I'm like, is that an investment? Yeah, that's what he's saying. And she just looked yeah. at me like, what? Mm-hmm. Then I see the streets. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. I've owned that for years now. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know, right? Because mm-hmm. the property management company manages it. And I thought that was like super cool. But um, so I want to get into the deal. Oh, before we get into the deal, mm-hmm. before we get into the deal, you are building... You're gonna you're built you're gonna be building your office mm-hmm. in Lafayette. Yes. Tell me how you're structuring that deal. So I'm building. Um, so first of all, it's a five story building that I'm looking to take over. They're asking 1.8. I'm trying to get it for 1.5, and I'm trying to do a half a million in renovations. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, in that building, we already have existing tenants. We have 47 percent of the building is occupied already. So I'm not going to disturb that occupancy. That's income that I'm walking into that people are leasing their office spaces from me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I'm going to build the TLS headquarters going up. Well, what does that look like for investors? Right. Well, number one, you have ownership in the asset. Then we have income that's being charged from the tenants, which I'm going to TLS will be a tenant in that building as well, paying rent. Mm-hmm. And so we will be generating rental income every single month from every single person who got an office inside of that building. Yeah. So investors would re- will receive a return of their investment as a whole off of that building. Gotcha. Here's the thing. It's, it's 1.5, right? You're going to put a half a million into it. Mm-hmm. So $2 million. Mm-hmm. You have $2 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like having $2 million, though. What's up, family? Listen, a new year for many people means resolutions to save money. So stop shopping without getting anything in return. Start getting cash back on every single purchase you make with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns 145 bucks per year. And that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Buy the flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been wanting to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. Join over 50 million savers and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Listen to me, family. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code SOCIALPROOF when you register. Just go to the Apple Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code SOCIALPROOF. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or Apple Store and use code SOCIALPROOF. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. 
The Amex Business Gold Card. Now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. I'm just saying. I, I'm, 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 I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to wrap my head around if you have $2 million, and it's not your last $2 million, mm-hmm. why don't you just put your own money into it? Right. So let me say this, right? There's two ways to look at this. Okay. So whenever you have, you know, um, $2 million in a bank, in real estate, it's not $2 million, mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be an X on that, right? So let's just say, what is, you know, I don't know, $10 million. What is 20% of $10 million? 200000 I mean, $2 million. Thank you. Yeah. That's $10 million I have. So $2 million is $10 million. In real estate. In real estate. Right. Gotcha. So if I just take that whole $2 million and put it there, right, it's sitting there. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't have $10 million right now. I would have to go leverage the building and do all of that. But I can buy up to $10 million in real estate with the $2 million that I have in the bank. Do that make yes, sense? Yes. So why would I want to just take a full $2 million and park it in one place when I can break it up literally into different parts and take, let's just say, $500,000 and put into the building that I'm buying. And then I take another $500,000 and put it into another billion that's, you know, probably valued at $5 million. I'm going to double my money by breaking my money up and using other OPM, other people money to come along with my money than I would just having my $2 million in one building. I have more buying power now when I break up that $2 million than I would taking that full $2 million and putting it into one property. Okay. Okay. So... Two million dollars. Twenty percent of that is four hundred thousand. Why not just take four hundred thousand and put it into the building, finance the rest, and then you got it. You gonna manage it. You're doing all mm-hmm. of the work. Mm-hmm. Why not just take four hundred thousand and just put it in there? So I'm not doing all of the work. I'm setting up all the people to do the work. Okay, that makes sense. So that's number one. The second thing is this, right? If I can take OPM and pay a percentage to investors, I'm not only paying for them to receive a return on their investment. I'm paying for future investments. Because if I never make an investor no money, I would never have a pool of investors to go and acquire more real estate with. So when I'm looking at the investment side of it, yeah, I can put $400,000 down, go to a bank and the bank can give me this money at, let's just say 8%. Or I can go here, do a preferred rate of return to my investors, give them 8% annually, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing I probably would give to the bank. But on top of that, now they trust that I'm paying them a preferred rate of return that when I go to my next real estate development, they're going to be right there along with me. You see what I'm saying? So I don't have to go and search for money. Money is expensive depending on where you get it from. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're in an insurance crisis in Louisiana. It is very expensive to go to the bank right now. Very. The moment you take out money from the bank, you are conditioned to their terms that are regulated by the federal government. And because you're regulated, you have to have certain things that's forced upon you. Like, let's just say... Flood insurance, Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Well, we had one project where, you know, the bank was ready to give us the check $2 million like that. Right. But we had to get flood insurance. Well, flood insurance would have made our investment be cash flow negative. Mm. That means we would have been paying to keep this asset. It would have been negative. No, it was. Really? Yes, it would have been negative. We would have been paying a few thousand dollars a month. So keep in mind, Dave, right? We only make a half a only. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But we only make a half a million dollars a year. Two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars of that was going to have to go towards insurance only. Oh. That don't include the debt from the bank that we're taking on, which was another $180,000. It don't include our five employees that we have. It don't include the maintenance reserve that we have. Like, you get what I'm saying? It would have been negative mm. a lot. I think by 33% we calculated. Goodness gracious. Yeah. It would have been a haircut. Okay. So you have to know when is the right time to use certain money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes, that 400000 may be cute right there, but what is it going to cost me? I am so grateful that we are not over leveraged and that we understood the importance of leveraging um, OPM the right way, that because we have this insurance crisis, we're not feeling it at all. We able to self-insure our properties. That's the power of being able to have your own bank and owning it yourself. You make the rules. Got it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. You're expanding my mind a little bit, Terika. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. So let's get back to this deal. I We need a million dollars for the building. 1.1 for the building. And then we calculated yesterday that this build out is going to be another million dollars for this studio podcast salon suite model. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking it's two separate situations. Well, it was a couple of different options you gave me, but we can raise the money for the building, right? And you're saying investors will do that. Yeah. Why? Because they're going to own the asset, right? The real estate is the real win in this, right? So what happens is, is it? absolutely. I know you love the, the podcast. Yeah, it is. It's great. It's great. Right. But as an investor, right, from your perspective and then from my perspective, let's look at it from that, right? I don't know you. You coming in as a tenant, okay, a stable tenant, an anchor tenant, right? So let's just say social proof is not that, but let's just say social proof is an anchor tenant. When you get that title, that means you can go anywhere in the world and lease out any, lease and or buy any commercial anchor space you want. Mm. So Walgreens is an anchor. Starbucks is an anchor. Like those are those are guaranteed payments that you're going to get. They're like the government. Right. Mm. So let's just say social proof is our anchor in this investment. So when I'm talking to investors, I'm saying we're going to have a long term tenant that's going to sign a 10 year lease at a base rent, you know, a base rent of this. Right. And if we got to do the build out uh, in our building for this tenant, then he's going to have to pay a percentage on top of that base rent. Well, investors are going to say. Heck, yeah. Give me numbers. Give me numbers. Examples. Okay, so you just said we need one point one to buy it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then a million to be able to do the renovations It's two point one million. All right. So as a landlord, okay, I own the building. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the first part. The second part is my tenant need me to do the build out for them for, for whatever reason they don't have the funds. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's say your lease, let's just say the market is a dollar square foot, right? And we have 15,000 square foot, yes, right? So $15,000 a month, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to charge you $2 because I'm doing your build out as well. Okay, so that build out now is $2. So 15 plus the 15 is now $30,000 a month that we would be making on that $2.1 million investment. Yes. Okay. Along with if, you know, depending on how we negotiate and if we agree to terms, right, I can charge that to you and I can charge that to you and put uh, um, and put, let's just say um, a mortgage or a lien or whatever with the build out against your company that you're doing in case you just decide to up and leave and not pay us back all of that money. Mm. So now my money is secured because you're securing it, right? You're doing a personal guarantee with your company that you're going to be in this space for this amount of years. And until this million dollars is paid back, right, then you're going to make sure we may hold investors like that security. So that's why we wouldn't go in signing, you know, a one, two year lease. It's going to be a long term lease uh, with, you know, cost plus. So the cost is a dollar. The plus is another dollar. And until that million dollars is paid back with the plus, you're going to you're going to be personally guaranteeing it and liable to the investor. And so the investors is going to say, oh, I like that deal. OK, what if I had OK building raise it one point one. I do have the million dollars for the build out. Mm -hmm. Now you're just charging me $15,000 a month. Mm -hmm. If we're doing a dollar, a dollar per square foot. Is that still a good investor? Is that still a good investment? A million, $1.1 million to receive $15,000 a month. Yeah, absolutely. So what happens is this, right? Why do anybody invest into real estate? Passive residual income. That's right. So everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. If I know we have the potential to make, let's just say, you know, $15,000 a month, we have no debt, okay? Um, And we're going to have very minimum expenses because it's a triple net lease. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for everything except structural and um, the structural and the roof. You're responsible for everything. You're responsible for the ACs. You're responsible for the plumbing. You're responsible for all that. It's triple net. Mm. We're not your babysitter. What's triple net mean? Triple net means the landlord is only responsible 
for the structure of the building, mean foundation crack in half, we got to come fix it, and the roof. Got it. You're responsible for the parking lot. Got it. Okay. You're responsible for the plumbing. You're responsible for the AC system. We don't need a big property management and our accounting team on this particular building. Got so it. our cost is going to be very minimum every single month. We can, we can calculate it. So let's just say our cost is $2,000 a month. We don't have to have maintenance men. It's yep. a triple net lease, right? Well, the company is going to make $13,000 on their money, right? So let's just say a million, what is that, about mm, 13% net? Yes. Yeah, because if it's $13,000, you'll receive $130,000 a year. No, no, it's a little bit more. Yeah, a hundred and. $60,000 a year, a hundred and fifty four, hundred fifty six thousand. Yeah. yeah. hundred and fifty six thousand. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Calculator is needed, but let's 156, just say, yes, it is. let's just do a range 13 to 16%. Yes. ROI, right? That's a yes. fair range. Okay. Yes. 13 to 16% ROI. Where can they put their money at in the world right now and get that? 156,000 mm-hmm. a year on a million dollars. 1.1. So it's almost about 15, almost 15% yeah. on their money. Yeah. Okay. I like that because I would invest it. I have invested in something like that. Yes. I've invested in Yes. I mean, who don't? So when you understand money and you understand literally, I just put some children right there and every year they're coming back with more friends. Mm. And they're owner in the building. Yeah. They're the owner of the building. Hmm. Okay. Let's go deeper into this, this, this concept because we're acquiring the building, but I'm also an owner in the building. Mm-hmm. So right now we're segmenting it. We got the business. The the we're gonna call it uh, Social Proof Two. Let's call mm-hmm. it Social Proof Studios. Let's say Social Proof Studios. That's my company, but I'm also acquiring this building with you and other investors, right? Mm-hmm. Let's walk through that structure so people understand GPLP mm-hmm. how that works. So what happens is this, right? You the number. Are we saying too much? Are we yeah. exposing too much? I like, I don't care. Man. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I would say is this, right? Keep in mind, and, and just remember this. A GPLP is any agreement that you guys agree to. I'll say that again. It's any agreement that you and the other person agree to. Okay. That means none of the numbers I'm about to say is set in stone. Mm. Why did I choose these numbers? Because they make me happy. That's okay. it. It ain't that deep. You get what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. So on our GPLP side, right? 20% because of everything I'm going to do every year, we got to file K-1s. We got to do partnership returns. We got to do the accounting every single month. We got to, um, um, you know, we got maintenance, whatever. We got to raise the money, right? Um, we got to make sure all the investors are good. We got to communicate updates. All of this is a process. People don't work for free for this type of stuff, right? So I'm going to automatically say 20% off the top is because of the work that I have to put in. And that's my equity going in. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not putting in any money. I'm exchanging my knowledge for equity. Yes. Give me the equity, pay me an equity, right? Mm-hmm. So cool. That's 20%. That's GP. 
LP comes in and say, I just want to return on my investment. I just want to put money in something that's going to make me money. And then I get a return. I don't want no risk. I don't want to be a personal guarantee. I don't want to go to the bank if you ever need it. I don't want no issues with you, right? I just want my money every single month. I'm busy. I'm a podcaster, right? Whatever, right? Mm -hmm. GPLP. So what happens is now we have, we need 1.1 million. Hold on. uh, Explain GP and LP, the definitions. Okay. So GP is a general partner, right? The LP is the limited partner. Okay. Okay. So we need 1.1 million. The GPs, the general partners understand their role is to be able to fund this project. Okay. Make the, um, you know, um, make the numbers make sense for the investors, get them excited and make sure everybody's on board. Okay. And of course, take care of all the legal paperwork and all of that type of stuff. So that 20% is already taken off. So we only have 80% to offer for 1.1 million. So we only have 80% to give to limited partners at 1.1 million. And so from there I say, okay, let's break this elephant up. 1.1 million divided by, Five. Let's just take off the one. Yeah. Let's just say a million divided by five. How much is that? One point one million divided by five is probably two hundred fifty thousand. No, no, it's like two. two it's probably like two twenty five. Two twenty five, something like that. Okay, let's just say two twenty five. Right, probably two hundred and twenty five thousand to come sit at the table with us. Mm-hmm. All right, so you need a quarter million dollars to be able to come and have that one seat. Now, with your poverty, poor mindset, right? And I'll say, Are you attacking me? No. Yes. So not me. Right? <laughs> right? Okay. Passing over opportunities repeatedly. Okay. Poor. Yeah. Right? You're going to pass over this opportunity because you're poor. Mm-hmm. I'll say that again. Passing over opportunities repeatedly. Don't be mad at me. Mm. Most people hear a quarter million dollars and they already checked out. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. I don't see it in my bank account. I, how can I do that? Hmm? I mean, go ask somebody. So now you only looking from your own capability. This is why people never get started. If I know I want to have a seat at the table and it's $225,000, do I know what is 10 divided by 225,000? 25. 225. Mm-mm. 22,200. No. Mm-hmm. $25,250. Okay. So do I know 10 people? I let's just say with that number, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say, do I know 10 people with $25,000? What if I have 25,000 and I just need nine people now? Mm-hmm. Can I create a GPLP with them? If you are LP, you create a GPLP for this LP seat. That's in the major project. And that's your company side. Mm-hmm. Now, this GP may say, I'm doing all the work. I'm raising the money. You know what? There's only 80% of that. How much percent? Probably it's five. So let's just say 20%. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever the seats percentage right. is, right? They're raising 80% of that 20% now. They're raising... No, no, no. They're raising 100% of the 20%. No, not if they, they have, have one. Well, right. So, well, no, mm. no, no. They don't have to, but I'm just saying, let's Got just you. say they're looking for nine people yeah. because they're the 10th person. Okay. They just say, I that have that, yeah. right? They already can take off their 
20% or 2%, however you want to break it up, right? right? They can break off that percentage and say, this is how much it costs for me to do all this work for y'all. Because the same work I have to do as a GP, when they convert themselves to their own GP for raising their money to go into a real estate investment, mm -hmm. they have to do the exact same work as me. That is really good because let's say, for instance, so say one person does it, they put in a whole 1.1 million, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say they get a 12% return on their money. Well, if that's broken down into different seats and then that seat has like 10 people that invest all to get this quarter million, those 25, those, the people, even a person that put in 25,000 is still getting 12% on their money too. That makes sense. Yes. I need that to, again, we're not, we're doing yeah, approximate, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't want your boys to be like, oh my goodness, these numbers don't add up, right? right. We're doing like, we're rounding them off. But yes, in yeah. the essence, when you look at the flow of how the GPLP flows, you can definitely do that. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. So we're going to raise, am I going to my friends or you already got people that's going to put up this 1.1? First of all, you're a GP, you got to work. Okay. No, I'm just asking, <laughs> yeah. do you already have you a GP. some people or should I just go get my, go get my own investment? So our role is to secure the bag Yes. as GPs. Mm -hmm. So however much we say, okay, I'm going to do this amount. I'm going to do this amount. I can bring in this amount. Then that's what we got do. It. Okay. But. Well, my question is, do you have, do you know 10 people right now that you call them, they're going to invest? Yeah. People always invest with me. Why wouldn't they? I make them money. That's real. It just depends on the, it depends on the deal and how they feel about it. Right. Um, at the end of the day, I don't control anybody, but I do have a good track record. So I like to think because I have a good track record that it's possible, but is this going to be like, Oh, close your eyes and wake up and all the money is there. No, it's going to be personal relationships. Hey, this is a investment opportunity. I'm looking at doing, are you interested in it? Oh, okay, great. Let's set up a meeting. Let's go out to lunch. Let's chop it up. Let's see what this looks like. Let's show what your return could possibly be. Cause nothing is ever guaranteed. You can lose everything. Mm -hmm. Right. I like telling people that in fact, like, you know what I'm saying? If you scared, mm -hmm. go ahead and not do nothing now. Right. right <laughs> like right. don't give me nothing, you know? Um, but because of the, you know, the past success, investors typically say, you know what, I need to put money here. And the other thing is this, right, with the um, banks collapsing, collapsing right now, funds are doing amazing. People are taking all their money out the banks and putting it into funds. Mm. Why not partner with somebody who got the experience and, you know, expertise to be able to get you back a good investment and and not lose? You only secured up to you only secure up to a hundred, um, $250,000. So if you got $500,000 in the bank and your bank collapse, you're only getting that $250,000. Mm. The other half is gone. So that's why funds are doing extremely well right now because, you know, um, they're seeing it as, you know, a better opportunity, a safer bet maybe at this point. Gotcha. Okay. So now let's talk about this other million dollars you're going to give me. So oh this one, this you see one, how David keep making up things, bro? <laughs> this we thought about yesterday. So, like, we're going through all these different scenarios. Mm -hmm. Okay, we are secure. I, I, I have some people that's gonna like they'll put up the million dollars. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't. That's not gonna be a problem. Um, and even invest, invest in this concept, I'm like, all right, well, for this build out, we're gonna need about a million dollars. The first approach is. I can take the approach of what I did here. I'll just go, I'll just fund it. 
and I'll I'll go get the million dollars myself. I can go get the million dollars. You know what I mean? I put on some events. I put on some. Actually, this watch. Well, not this watch. <laughs> my objective was I wanted this watch, but I couldn't see myself putting up sixteen thousand dollars on a watch. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I said, you know what? I'm going to do an event. Fake one? Hmm? That's a fake one. Sixteen thousand? No, it's just a plain Jane. That ain't plain on your arm. Yes, it is. So no. So this one was eighteen, but it's smaller. Oh, okay. But I have a. 40 uh a 41 millimeter there's no diamonds or anything yeah. it was like 15 five mm. retail i got it from a roller store but anyway um yeah two-tone is nice you know what i mean it's it very no nice yeah you know? very nice and, and it ain't a presidential a presidential is like gonna run you about 40 anyway let's stay focused <laughs> um so what i did was for that particular watch i was like yo i can't see myself just going to the store and dropping sixteen thousand dollars on a watch what I'm going to do is I'm going to do an event and I'm going to take the money from this event that I otherwise wouldn't have done. And I'm going to buy the watch. So I put on the very first content creation bootcamp primarily to get the watch secondary to teach people how to create content. And I still got people that went to that joint and it was just, they, they're creating content to this day. But I think I made like 30 something thousand, took the money, went and went, went and got the watch. That is a, um, that is a, 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 it's a hard push, but now it's not $15,000. I got to go get a million, but I still feel confident that I'm just going to run a million dollar play. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'll go get it. First option. It's a lot. Take a lot out of me. Two is, um, we can, we can like raise money as a collective, kind of like we're doing with the building. Mm-hmm. We can raise a bunch of money, meaning a bunch of people put in some money for this and obviously they get equity and Mm -hmm. money from that. The first option I like because I don't owe nobody. Like in this building, I don't owe nobody. I don't got to get nobody, no, like nothing. Out of everything that's made, I get to keep it, put it back into the business. Second option, I don't know about the whole fun thing because now I'm responsible for people's money. Third option is, I can just ask Terrica for a million dollars. <laughs> and, uh, and we went I just this said I like to diversify. Yeah, for sure. I just said it. Yeah. That's what, but that's that that's leading us to the conversation of yesterday. Yes. So I was like, T and we're going through all these options for like forty five minutes. And I'm like, Terrica. Well, actually, David's a high C, so it's been a few days of going through the information. And then sitting at the table and another hour plus going through the information again. And honestly, this is the first time I thought about it. I was sitting there eating this leather steak. Oh, my God. And I'm like this. (laughs) And it dawned on me. I'm like, Terrica, why don't you just invest in an idea? Mm -hmm. Invest in in something that you know is someone that you know this joint is going to work. The Mm -hmm. last idea I had made us millions mm-hmm. and the million dollars will come back through all the other stuff we do. Right. So I was like, yo, Terrica, just give me a million dollars. And she's like, well, how much percentage? And then she I threw out a, a baby number. I thought it was too high after I walked away. Oh, well then please don't come back then. Cause that's a baby number. A too much. David. So listen, let, check this out. He always got a way to break so this down out, and make out. it seem like. Million dollars, right? The first year, let's say we make a million dollars. I F. I said, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
I said, I said, uh, I said 25%. I said, Tarek, I give you 25% of this business for a million dollars. She said, well, that makes valuation of the business for a million. Mm -hmm. What can you justify? I said, well, I'm not a hundred percent sure I can just, I can justify it, but on paper with numbers, I'm saying if we do a million dollars the first year and then we open another one and that another one does a million dollars, but the first one, the next year does 2 million. Now we're at $3 million a year. You already got 250,000 of your money back the first year. The second year, it's like another 750,000, meaning two years you have your million dollars back and it's unlimited income because we are going to keep expanding and franchising city to city like a WeWork. And I said, yo, we are going to sell this business for $200 million. 20%, 25%, let me say 20%, 20% of 200 million is 40 million. Turning a million dollars into 40 million. That's why I was like, yo, this will be the best million dollars you ever invested in your life. I am. Yeah, there, it's a big if. But that's why we gamble. I don't gamble. A little, you never went to like, Vegas? I don't like casinos, <laughs> bro. The moment it take my five cents, that little thing, I'm out. I'm like, nah. I'm but good. yeah, not gamble. But here's the thing. So I'm sure someone asked Mark Zuckerberg, like, yo, why should I invest in this? And he's like, yo, it's an idea. I know my stuff. It's an idea. I think it's going to work. Whoever gave Mark so his first you million mark dollars. a podcast. Yes. Ooh, Anybody that disagrees <laughs> is wrong. <laughs> I am Mark Zuckerberg of podcasting. And I had to remind Tarek. I was talk like, yo. Talk that talk, ladies. Come on. Talk I that think, talk. Yo, and, and keep it real. I think I asked Tarek for like $100,000 to invest in this. I think I asked for like $100,000. I thought like $100,000 was going to get it done. And um, I was like, and I, I, I want to, I want to say it was a bigger percentage because I wasn't even thinking about that. I just want, I was just so excited to get it up and running. This is 2020. I was just excited. To, it, I don't and, feel like it was no bigger percentage. I, I don't. Think well, like we didn't give a percent. I didn't give you a percentage. I thought you was like a little number. No, I didn't give a percentage. Okay. I but, feel like it was little. But I do. No, 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 no. I do know that. Um, I don't think we talked about a percentage. But I think it was like, I was like, I think I just need like $100,000. But in my head, I was like, yo, if I get $100,000 and we could build it out, I make a whole bunch of money. And I think in my head, it was like 30 something percent or something like that mm -hmm. for $100,000. Is that still in your head? No. Mm -hmm. No. But in 2020. No, I'm talking about for a million. No, 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 no. You sure? I'm seeing, I see a few, I see the future. I mm -hmm. see. All right, the so let's future. talk about this though, right? Mm -hmm. So, what am I really good at, right? So, I know that um, I would be able to scale. I would be able to scale it along the lines and put the team in place to be able to scale it like a WeWork. Mm -hmm. I yep. I believe that one hundred and ten percent, right? I, um, I believe we can streamline the process, and I think within a certain amount of time, um, we'll be we'll probably be ready to make it a public company. <laughs> 100%. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So what does that mean um, in regards to value to you? 25%. Really? Like, so if you think about, I'm, I'm Mark, okay? I see a billion dollar valuation. I'll rate. take the 25% if you give me your percentage in Franklin. You give me 20. Why would I do that, Tarek? I like that deal. What if I ever go homeless? Happy. No, I like that deal. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need that. I need that. Oh, you about to say little get it. <laughs> baller, baller. I, I think that's what, 2500 a month or 2000 something a month? I don't know. I'm not doing that. Too. Why? Why is that? A, why is that? What's that, what that deal have to do with this deal? I just like that together. I like I like how I like that you like it. I don't like it. It doesn't make me happy. Terika taught me always make an offer that makes you happy. And David taught me in Monopoly buy all of the properties. That's a fact. I'm just trying to get the other property now. <laughs> uh no. We're not doing that. Um yeah. Well, give me your LP side. Of what? Franklin. No, I'm not doing none of that. Why would I do that? I mean, it make me happy. But then I won't be able to say I got 60 units and I make money off of 60 units every month. I mean, that's okay. It's it's going to be, you know, what you said, 400 million. Wait, what what was the exit on this? Oh, well, yeah, a light little 400 million. A light little 400, light right? little 400 <laughs> like, million. Like little, you know what I'm saying? So what's Franklin? You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. here's, okay. Here, are you ready for yes, this? Yes, I'm ready. You ready for this? Yeah. I would give you my LP side. Okay. If we create a podcast that you release a podcast every single week that I own 100%. So you would get, you would, you would get monthly, like you would, you would get exposure. You get exposure. I hope you're not recording right now. I don't have a poker face. <laughs> so you listen, you, you would be. This is this is just your content create. It's it's just content creation. My once man, a month, we still recording. Once a month, we create content, but I get to take the audio and build out the podcast, and I own that. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, one no. <laughs> I'm saying if we trading off real estate. You want some of your real estate back? I just want the podcast. Up. I think that's a good bet because what you know, my voice can go out at any moment. Bet it ain't. You know, bet. I All think right. that. I think, that's and that's it. my rip. I I believe that you are the greatest real estate teacher that will ever walk this earth. Thank you, and Brandon. that is my that and is my. I'm to willing to take that God. bet. I, I'm willing to take that bet because I know what to do in a mm -hmm. podcast. And, and you know, your LP side is the bigger side. Yeah, but you'll make thirty thousand a month on this joint. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll make thirty thousand a month on this podcast when it's all said and done. Mm -hmm. I want. I listen. I bet on what I know. Mm -hmm. This ain't even a. This isn't me going to Vegas. Mm -hmm. I know podcasting. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do that deal, I'm down. Mm -hmm. You can have my LP side of Franklin. Mm -hmm. I take the rights to to have your podcast. Mm -hmm. You give me a million dollars, you get 25% in this concept. We're mm -hmm. all happy. Yeah, no, but I got to put in work on the podcast. I mean, I still got to. No, you don't got to do nothing with your investments. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to create content anyway. What? You're a content creator now. Jesus. Embrace it. Um. Yeah, so is it a deal? Let's nah. see. Nah. <laughs> I have no hands. I have no hands for this deal. This deal don't make me happy. Okay, well, I don't feel fussy. And I'm gonna throw in there that you gotta eat a medium well steak. It's so no, that's dead. <laughs> no, nah, that's dead. We throw that in a contract. Mm -hmm. like, that's dead. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. 
Not in raw, medium well. It's a little. It's a thin line of pink. It just Baby, makes that's it, nasty. Keeps it juicy. That's nasty. That's all the way nasty. <laughs> and everybody out there that eat these steaks with blood in it is nasty to me. Oh my god. Period. Uh, Patreon, y'all got any questions <laughs> on my my Patreon screen over there? You guys get to listen, yo, Terica. Patreon, they they they've been in the room the whole time mm-hmm. from all across the country. And the people that are watching this right now or listening to this right now is probably listening like two weeks after it's happened. So oh, wow. you guys actually get a chance to see what's going on That's right cool. now. That's um, so awesome. Yes. Uh, I'm a real estate, I'm a real estate co- complete newbie. So most of this conversation was above my head. <laughs> we kind of got into the weeds. Okay, you know what? Let's break some. Let's break down some 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 right now real estate stuff for somebody who is a beginner of real estate. What do you want to teach them? I would say the first thing um, for a newbie is knowing that you can have ownership, right? So the first step would be how can I buy real estate? Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's the first question. Most people be like, you know. Um, trying to get to the multifamily and get to the commercial and all of that. But how can I just get my first door? Right. Yeah. And once you figure out how can I get my first door? Okay. Well, how can I get four more? How can I get five more? How can I get 10 more? How can I build this passive income to $20,000 a month? You know, you may start off making $500 a month on one and then go all the way to 10, you know, that may be your goal. So I think the very first thing is this knowing you can start exactly where you are. So let's just say you own a house, you buy yourself, Right. Um, you can literally, you know, have three roommates if you want. Right. You can lease it out per room. Let's just say five hundred dollars a month. All utilities included. You can start making fifteen hundred dollars a month off those three extra rooms in your house by just simply, you know, placing tenants in there. Mm-hmm. That's one way. I'm funny. I don't like people in my house like that. I probably would never do that option. <laughs> but it is options that I do know people do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and or you can, you know, um, you know, start like with a rental, I mean, a, um, flip property, right? Let's just say you find a flip, let's just say $100,000. Well, if you have $20,000, you can go to the bank and they'll give you the 80000 to make the 100000 mm-hmm. You just got to um, be in the right room and have a good coach, have a good mentor to help you get through that process. Mm-hmm. And um, you property can start Propertychallenge.com. Yes, yes, yes. Go to the propertychallenge.com. Yes. Um, so how do you find a property though? So that's a great question. So you can hire a realtor. They're free to work for buyers, right? You don't got to pay a realtor. Um, and they, you tell them exactly what type of property you're looking for. Find an investor realtor that understand investments, may have worked with investors and or have a few investments themselves. I find they're the most educated in real estate investing. And then you also can go to sites like, you know, um, auction.com and HubZoo and all of these other platforms, HUDHomestore.com, where they sell, you know, foreclosures. And you can look up properties in your area that are for sale and you can actually start buying them from there. Good. Okay. Find you a good banker, right, where you can get money loaned and are put together a group of friends where y'all just buy it together. Mm-hmm. Maceo, do you own your home? You own your home now? Okay, good. Uh, do you have any equity in your home? No? Not so much? You don't know what equity is, maybe? Uh, if you bought your house for $200,000 and it's now worth $250,000, or your house is worth $250,000, but you only owe $200,000, do 
That means you have $50,000 worth of equity. Do you have any equity in your house? A little bit or a lot of it? I probably do, but not much. And Detroit homes aren't worth much. Mm. What do you think about that statement? I believe her. (laughs) 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 They got doors for days out there for sale, right? Um, I just think that it's a different market, you know, um, Detroit is a market where, you know, um, I think the municipalities missed a lot. Mm -hmm. And so now the residents are suffering from it. They're not receiving the investment dollars that, you know, municipalities should receive Mm -hmm. within their community and organizations. And, you know, um, I think that's, you know, on the leadership that's out there. Gotcha. So I agree. Okay. Uh, Now, you know, we got to start buying for equity, not buying because it's a good house. Okay. Uh, I think that's Jocelyn. I can't really see that far, but question. I want to get a building for my hair care company. Would it be better to lease or own a building? Ownership is always best, right? Ownership. I'm going to always choose ownership. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what their thoughts are. I don't care what nobody say. When you own something, they have to go through you to take it. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, they can take your property. They got to go through you. And if you don't got, if you got that dog, you ain't going down without a fight. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're a little chump, then they probably, they're going to take it anyway. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you got that dog in you, you're going to fight for your property. Ownership to me is always, like, I didn't start, oh, man, I'm not going to get into this, Dave, because, you know, I get passionate about Let's this. Let's get into it. But ownership is our birthright. Like, I believe there could be anything that could have been left to us for us to physically see with our eyes till this day. But one thing we can physically see that I believe, you know, God left for us is land. And it's given at the old, at the new, it's given throughout. And I purposely believe that it's a birthright and you should have ownership. And I believe if you don't have ownership, then you got to ask yourself, why are you barren? I don't just think barren means carrying a child. I think barren means being able to birth something and I'm able to birth for my descendants, you know, all of this real estate that I have, and I'm able to give them the meats and the bounds, you know, um, Dave, this is a true story. I was, um, in the book of Joshua, just doing my devotion. And I'm like, bro, this is boring. Like, this is a boring <laughs> book. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a book for them fighters, but the meets and bounds of like, just whenever all the land was being given and saying, okay, from this lot to this lot is this family is this group, whatever. Right. And I remember saying like, God, this is boring. And then um, it hit me. It's only boring until somebody crossed your territory. Mm. It's only boring until you need to defend your property lines. So if you don't know your property lines, you don't know what you're defending. So it's important for you to understand where your property start and where it ends, because you're not going to allow trespassers to come and take your land. You, you're not going to be able to be defrauded out of your land because you understand what you own. Mm. And I was like, yo, that was real good for me because I'm like, oh, OK, I see now. Right. Yeah. It's very clear that these these particular points that are pointed out in the book of Joshua are for ownership purposes to say, I own this. And it even gets as to the point where it says, and that part in the mountain right there, what a mountain people are, you own that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's how deep it was. And I'm like, oh, all right, bet. I need to understand what's in my backyard. So every single property I have, I understand my boundary lines, but I also understand the authority that it gives me with having this ownership. I love it. All right. I mean, that, 
Better close this out. Someone said, Coleman Creators. Okay. How can we get in touch with you? Oh, perfect question. Okay. So right now, they can go to thepropertychallenge.com. Yes. Join the wait list. It's free. Join the wait list. You might be watching it now. The You may be extremely blessed in the challenges going on right now, or there's a wait list. However, you need to go to thepropertychallenge.com and join the wait list That's or it. join the challenge. And you have a, a an amazing inner circle. Yeah, I mean, we can sit here all day talking about testimonials or that, right? Yes, all day. I mean, we're up to 75% close rate. That's not hype numbers. Whenever we verify receipts, they have to send us their closing disclosures. It have to be within the time frame of that. And then they have to give us the backstory of how and when. And a lot of the times we already know it because we walked through it with them. But we're collecting real life data. In and this is like people who join the mastermind. A lot of a lot of people don't start with real estate no, at all. No, they don't. And this is people who don't even they have no clue of how they can even own real estate. Like we start from the the baby level all the way to the developer level. Mm -hmm. So there's there's no reason why if you are a seasoned investor that you're not doing it. And or if you're a new investor, you're not doing it. There it is. Thepropertychallenge.com. All right, see, um, I, we'll, we'll come back after we get this deal done and see how much money Terika gave me because I think I, I'm going to try to get $2 million from her. <laughs> <laughs> Terika has unlimited money. She lives in abundance. That's right. It's like air. That's what I'm talking about. I think I get $3 million. Mm, Yeah. I'll throw some like, other stuff in there. I, I like, like children to come back to the, you know. We're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it back. Okay. But like three million. What can I do to get three million from you? He just increased a million. So I'm just saying. I like learned that from you. He constantly increasing, right? <laughs> I mean, the project didn't even increase in a million. Okay. Like we still got the same renovation and the same acquisition, and he over a million already. I want some extra equity bread. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> in equity up front. No. Hard no. Get a couple of hours out of Okay, so um, yeah, man, go to thepropertychallenge.com. Again, this woman literally single-handedly um, has taken me to six figures yearly in uh, in residual passive, truly passive income. Y'all know the stuff that I do now, it seems passive. Like, okay, you create a, a business or a podcast, right? And it seems like the videos are working now. Like, so when people watch a video, we mm -hmm. make a little money, right? We just... And it seems passive, but if I stop promoting this podcast or stop doing the podcast, my income stops. Mm -hmm. People ain't never going to stop living nowhere. So thank you so much. I appreciate you helping me build out my uh, real estate portfolio. Not even really helping me. She just called me like, yo, I need this money. Mm -hmm. Send it. Yes. You'll own this. Yes. I'll say, okay. Yes. So um, yeah, I'm about to send you that other 50 for this. But this. you do have receipts in real life. Oh, oh real life. Okay. Real life. Okay. Oh, our, our, uh, our building in the French Quarter will be open soon. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm hoping by essence. Oh, I'm hoping by essence. Yes, I'm hoping. I'm pushing. Yes. Well, Airbnb it. When I went, when I went, when I did the walkthrough, it was like construction. Mm -hmm. So I saw it on video. It looked crazy. Did not see the vision. But then I walked. I was like, I got more excited because I was there, like during, like they're mm -hmm. showing the plans. And then I was on Facetime the other day with you. And like it is beautiful, mm -hmm. and the deal we got on that joint. Yes, yes, yes. It's good. I can't wait to start eating off of that joint. Me neither. Woo. Okay. Um, yes. 
Go to thepropertychallenge.com. Uh, make sure you tap on Terrica. Go to her Instagram, female real estate guru. Female real estate guru. Okay, normally when guests come on, I let them promote their own stuff. But, <laughs> but I feel the need to make sure y'all follow my sister, female real estate guru on Instagram. Oh, do you want to touch on this, this situation with the building? Because... They want a quick dude. We don't got time to do that. We don't, mm. got time to, we don't got time to get into that. Another show. That's a whole nother show for another day. I want to see how it pan out. They want to close quick. No due diligence on this one property. Mm -hmm. Slight due diligence, but shouts out to my homies. Uh, the realtor on it, he's he's working. He's, he's trying to get the deal done. He is. He's trying to get the deal done. I mean, he's doing the, the leg work, the yeah. heavy work, yeah, the David sure. work. They should get more money. Um, all right, cool, man. Love y'all. Make sure y'all tap in again, thepropertychallenge.com. Make sure you follow Female Real Estate Guru on Instagram, Female Real Estate Guru on Instagram. And make sure you go get you some social proof, meaning go build something and build it big. But you got to come back to your community and teach them how you did it because it's the only way our community grows. All right. We out of here. Like, subscribe. Peace. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.